Here's what's coming up on today's show. If a home is built and vacant and it's new construction, we can move you in within 20 days, however long it takes to get your loan done. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. All right, let's get to some headlines in the real estate industry right now, Colleen. Uh, This first one I thought was kind of interesting. And so it talked about one massive home buyer mistake that people are making. And I'm sure that you have Hmm. maybe dealt with people who have tried to do this in the past. And it's all about trying to time the market. And so this article was all about, hey, stop trying to time the market. It's kind of a fool's errand. Just like trying to time the stock market, it's really hard to do. Yes. So, okay, so it sounds like you agree with that. I'm curious, do you have any stories that you can share of maybe like buyers or even sellers trying to do this? Yeah, um, I mean, we have we have buyers that are coming around right now that ended up not buying last year because they thought that the bidding wars were too much. They didn't want to deal with it. And had they gotten to a house a year ago today in several of our areas of Salem, they would have been up 25% at that price range, you know, or there's 400,000 and now their homes, you know, worth 450,000 or even more. That's unfortunate because now they're coming back into the market and now they have a higher interest rate they're looking at and they would have made all that money where they just threw it away to rent for an entire year. So we've seen a lot of that. And those are the buyers that maybe are first time buyers and they think that they're going to time the market and buy when when the market is low and they miss their opportunity and now you know they're buying at a different interest rate and whatnot sellers timing the market we see that too you know they're like it's like they just miss their mark they're waiting 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 and then in about august we saw the market shift and that was august of 2022 so now we've got sellers that are like gosh should i wait till spring should i wait till summer no, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the market's up and down. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. So my agents were telling me in our team meeting the other day that a soft landing might be coming, they feel. You know, it feels like we've got boomers downsizing. We've got a lot of seniors transitioning. Um, we've got people inheriting property. And so that's main our main source of clients right now. And so with that kind of market, that's going to provide some great inventory for these first-time home buyers that are out there looking right now. So I'm excited for to see what the spring brings, but I don't suggest timing the market. If you are ready to sell and buy, let's have a talk and figure out when a good time this year is to do that. Yeah, I would say in some ways timing the real estate market is almost more difficult than timing the stock market. Like stock market, I guess, you're kind of just, is it going to go up or is it going to go down? But then like that real estate side of things, like even if you're buying a house at a lower cost, if interest rates are twice as much than they would have been earlier, then did you Mm -hmm. really time the market? Yes. Probably not. I mean, if you're buying with cash, then maybe it's simpler, but there are some other moving parts to be aware of. So, Yeah. I mean, I just bought a commercial building at a high interest rate because that's what it is right now. And yet I know I have absolute confidence that I'm going to the value of this property I'm buying, the value it's going to bring to me and my real estate business, number one, and then the value watching it increase in in property value, number two, is worth it for me. So it's yep. just you have to kind of weigh your life. 
Great, great way to put it. Way your life. I like that. That's well put. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was another headline I came across that was talking about new construction questions, and it was a list of myths about new construction. And so I'm curious, do you agree that all of these things are myths? There's like seven or eight of them here. So we'll kinda, we can kind of rattle through a couple of these, uh, Colleen, see what you think. Uh, first, new construction myth. New construction homes are more expensive than a non-new construction home. Well, I think it feels that way. You know, it might have a lot more cost up front. But on average, I think new homes, well, new homes of similar size historically are outpriced by pre-owned, I would say, most definitely. But if you're thinking you can't afford a new construction, you may be wrong. So does that make sense? Is that a myth then? So you're saying if you got apples to apples, um, new construction probably is more expensive Yes. But don't make don't assume that just because that's the case that there isn't a new construction home that would work for you. That would work for you. Okay. Correct. All Thank right. you. Got you. <laughs> but in a way it sounds like you're actually saying no that's that's not a myth. That there there is some truth to that. If if all else is equal a new construction home is going to have a higher premium on it. Yeah, yeah, but let's look at total cost of ownership. I mean, mm. new home has a lot more lifespan on everything than mm. than a home in resale. Point. There you go with that perspective again. <laughs> Gosh, uh, so helpful. And uh, you're exactly right. So, all right, so we'll, we'll keep it in the myth category, it sounds like. Okay, good deal. Uh, all right, another myth about new construction. What about this one? You'll wait a long time to move in. Well, not if it's pre-built. I mean, if a home is built and vacant and it's new construction, we can move you in within 20 days, however long it takes to get your loan done. So the construction on the spec homes, they might be well underway, they may be done, they may be almost completed, or they may just be in the beginning stages. But I think new construction on an average home takes about four to five months. So you may be waiting if you're looking at a piece of dirt right now, but we've got some homes on, we've got some great subdivisions on the market right now that are new construction that are in all stages of finished yeah, where where in the process do you come into play, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a big piece of that puzzle. We just bought a new construction home, and yes. uh, you know it took us like a month to move in. So perfect. Not bad at all. It was it was basically already done. So uh, that that worked out well for us. And now our neighbors, we've talked to them. It took them a long time to get in because they were actually helping design it and pick the finishes and and even like the structure of the home and add-ons and things like that. So mm-hmm. they've been around from the very beginning. And so, yeah, they've dealt with some delays and things like that. So it probably feels much longer for them. But, uh, but there you go. Uh, a little bit of another myth there. All right. Another myth about new construction uh, is that it's harder to finance a new home. Is there any truth to that? No. In fact, there's a some great programs out there for new construction financing where it very competitive interest rates you know you could do 90 to 10 percent loan to value ratio so there's some really great opportunities for builders are offering incentives maybe a builder's going to pay your closing costs and lenders are liking that and so the, the lenders have some really great programs out there and something about buying brand new home is less risk for the bank so there's just they've got some great relationships, partnerships, and situations that we can introduce you to before we go look and see what you qualify for and see what incentives are out there. All right, very good. Another new construction myth. They lose value faster than pre existing properties. It's like driving a new car off the lot, just boom. Yeah, I don't think value. so. I don't agree <laughs> with that. So that'd be a myth too, huh? Yeah, I mean I guess if you were the first in the neighborhood, and then a bunch of junky homes were built around you. 
you might lose some value by being the nicest home in the mm -hmm. neighborhood. But if there's a standard to the home builds and the entire neighborhood is going to um, follow the standards, then you're going to have like homes next to you, which will keep the property values there. Okay, that's helpful to realize. All right, another myth about new construction potentially would be that you can't inspect a new home. Oh, heck, you know about this, Walter. Yeah. You you, you got the blue tape. Home if you want to, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would suggest inspecting a new construction. I've had some horror stories of kids putting a baseball into the sewer line. Um, oh, no. um, somebody stuffed a can of Coke into the sewer or empty pop can. Um, so, yeah, you'd still want to have your sewer scope. You still want to have your inspection. And maybe it's just a builder inspection because you have usually have, what, a one-year home warranty? Yeah. Builder's warranty. But but you had fun blue taping it up with your house, right? That's right, with yeah. All the little, with the walkthrough, yeah. Yeah, blue tape everywhere. And uh, they fixed almost every single thing. We did find when we were moving in um, two pieces of blue tape in like really obscure places where they <laughs> they didn't see it. And we didn't see it until we were in like really awkward positions putting stuff on the floor or boxes and things like that. I was like, oh, here's a piece of blue tape. <laughs> they missed this one little scratch. It's not a big deal. Out of the 500 pieces of blue tape we had up, I think they hit 498. So that's not bad. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, another complaint about new construction or a myth about them is that they lack character. I got to think you're going to disagree with. with yeah, that. I disagree. I mean, there's some where they all maybe look the same, but it's to each his own, you know? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Hey, my neighborhood, every single house is white. Like, you know that there was a, like, isn't there a thing that you're not supposed to paint your house the same color as the neighbors? Well, not in this subdivision. Not, not in this neighborhood. <laughs> every single house in, in my new house that I just bought last August, um, every single house is white. Interesting. And and I at first I was like, that is just weird. But you know, I fell in love with my house. I have a great neighborhood, and I've been in almost all of them now on my little cul-de-sac, and they're all very different. So they might wow. kind of look the same from the outside, but they're all very different on the inside. Eye of the beholder, you know, there was, oh, a, yeah. um, you know, you could, there, I, this is a totally different example, but I used to live in a town that forced all of the fast food restaurants to adapt to a similar style of building as the rest of the community was built in. So the McDonald's and the Wendy's and the Burger King and everything else in town uh -huh. didn't look like any other McDonald's, Burger King or whatever that you would see anywhere else. They were all built out of brick and had the same signage that anything else in like the shopping centers would have. And you could say, oh, well, you took all the character out of those, you know, very specific type businesses and what makes McDonald's McDonald's with the arches and all the other stuff. But you know what? It gave the town this really cool character where you didn't feel like you were driving, you know, billboard after billboard kind of feel. And it just felt even in the commercial areas, everything still felt very residential the way that they they did everything. So, yes, characters all in how you how you view it and angle it and, and personalize it. So, yeah, that's that one's silly. All right. Here's <laughs> another one. Uh, your design choices are limited. I know the answer to this one. Like that's a that's a myth because although we didn't get to participate in the designing, I got to see the checklist of all the different things you could customize in the home <laughs> from the right? folks before us who you know made all of those uh, all of those decisions. So sure seemed like there was quite a bit of uh, designing that you could do. Yes, you, and definitely. I mean, there's cookie cutter. There's ways to save money on your design by using maybe the same material that the builder's using in, in a different house in the same neighborhood or something. But there's definitely all kinds of 
of things that you can choose and choice when buying new regardless of the builder's option offering. Yeah. I mean, I suppose in some way, shape, or form you're limited, but you know, or at least it's not limitless, but right. you still it, have a lot of flexibility. A lot of flexibility. It just takes money, you know. Yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> you can do anything with money. Uh, poor quality homes, a common misconception about new construction? I mean, there's budgeted, I mean, how do you say it? I mean, there's all kinds. There's lower price tag materials that can be used so that you can get into a new construction home in the three, four hundreds. Or, you know, you if you want top of the line travertine and heated floors and all the hot materials, then you are looking at higher quality. But there's some super cool neighborhoods popping up in Salem where there's townhomes, brand new townhomes in the 300s. So I think, you know, it might be not as quality construction or materials as you would find in a different price range. But it's a really great opportunity to own a townhome and that's brand new. How fun. Yeah, and that really is no different than buying a pre-existing home, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have some that are poor quality and some that are high quality. Same thing in the new qual- in the new home space too. So not a big difference there. Last but not least, uh, new construction myth. You don't need an agent if you're going to purchase new construction. Oh, most definitely do because the builder has an agent. And so the builder is the seller and the, and the builder has an agent marketing the property. But you want an agent on your side to negotiate on your behalf, maybe get those upgrades for you that you want, maybe be able to negotiate a, a upgraded refrigerator or something, you know, gas fire. I don't know, but it's going to be a lot easier to do it with a realtor on your side than it is going directly to the builder. And you don't pay for it. I mean, buyer representation, the realtors get paid out of the sale of the home, not directly from their clients. So as as a buyer, go get an agent to represent you. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.